Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 30 of the Official Gears podcast, where we're talking everything from mouse ears to butter beers. I'm Alan, and as always, I'm joined with my buddy, Brian. Uh, how's it going tonight, Brian? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm good, good. We're going to continue that uh, Treat Yourself series this time, talking about some VIP yep. tours. Yeah, so this week we're talking VIP tours. Uh, last week we did adult-only trips, so this is something that you could tie into your adult-only trip if you have a chance to. Uh, love VIP tours for Disney and Universal. Um, we can help you book any of them, uh, so we, either park we can do uh, help you with. Um, fun times, uh, great experience. Uh, you get so much done. I mean, there's there's so many things we're going to go through on this episode about VIP tours, but um, if you missed it, like we said, we, last episode was about adult-only trips and how you can enjoy one of those and why you should take one. Um, that's something, like I said, we, we definitely recommend that one for sure. It's, it's such a blast to be able to just go with adults and, you know, whether it's friends, spouses, you know, uh, people from work, whatever it party. is. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's a wonderful time. A lot of great ways to do that. Yeah. 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 So, um, but again, you know, this week's VIP tours um, and not just VIP tours. We're going to go over some of the other tours that you can book as well. Um, but um, we had a lot of things going on earlier throughout the week and it started on Saturday with our uh, Saturday showdown and it was which Disney classic or which, which, version disney version of the christmas carol uh did people prefer and i think just about all of them well not all of them but the majority of them were with you in the muppets christmas carol that is such a great show i love the muppet christmas carol it's it's yeah. um i don't know it's just one of my favorite versions they just do such a good job with gonzo and rizzo kind of being the yeah. narrators um I, I thought it was hysterical i love it i mean like i grew yeah. up with the muppets so i'm a muppet man anyway but um yeah, that, that was a given for me. And I, I was kind of surprised to see how many people went with the Muppets. Yeah, I was too. Uh, I thought the um, Jim Carrey version would get a few more votes than it did. And I, I took into account a lot of the votes that we had on our personal pages um, as well. But for those of you guys listening, if you are voting on any of the Saturday showdowns or any of the other uh, social media that we, that we put out there, please make sure you go to the Gears podcast and... Uh, put your comments there so that way we make sure we get you know we can we can see them because sometimes they do get missed on our personal comments but i thought the jim carrey one would get a little more votes than it did surprisingly the mickey the, the just the disney one with mickey in it didn't get as many as i thought it would either so um but i'm i'm with you i like the muppets one that's my favorite you know then we hit some other people throw in some other holiday shows you know in comments too which yeah. there were other good shows but yeah for the showdown uh yeah, I'm, I'm kind of impressed. The Muppets took that one pretty handily. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So, well, and then we also had our mystery bag reveal. So if you guys don't know what we're talking about with the mystery bag, um, we've decided for the month of uh, December, since you know we're in the spirit of giving, we are giving away a um, mystery popcorn bucket that has a Disney character inside. We're not sure which one it is. So Blaine opened up one um, last week and it turned out to be Merlin from... Uh, the Sword and Stone. Mm -hmm. um, Kelly won the mystery bag for knowing the um, mystery word on the last episode. So congratulations, Kelly. Can't wait to see uh, what's inside yours. And yeah. then um, we also had Walt Disney's birthday this past week. That That's true. He would have been 119. Yep. So um, kind of cool. 
Yep. So to the man that started it all, we we definitely want to say happy birthday, happy belated birthday. But yep, happy belated birthday to Walt. He kind of started it all, got us all going. Yep. It all started with the mouse, but somebody had to draw the mouse, right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Cool. Yeah. So we have a lot of really cool things going on. Um, but uh, time to talk about some VIP tourism. Why is this a good option? So we know a little bit about this, but what what is a VIP tour? So basically a VIP tour is a customizable experience that allows the guests to set off on an adventure that includes door-to-door service of personalized perks. It's designed by, a Dis- by the team at Disney VIP Tour Services, um, and it's the perfect way to get an experience tailored just for the client. Wonderful yeah. experience. It's pretty cool. If you've never done this, it's it's totally worth considering. It's not the um, most affordable option of something to do on property, but if you get a group of folks together and you kind of split the price, it's pretty good. Um, we'll talk about that a little bit more in in, in as we go on. But um, mm-hmm. what are some of the perks uh, that they're talking about? So it says you know you got these personalized perks that you can do on a VIP tour. What what does that mean? Well, for uh, the first perk that comes to mind is they're going to pick you up from your resort. Uh, whatever resort you're staying at, they're going to pick you up from there. You're going to have your own personalized uh, or you're going to have your own personal vehicle that they're going to transport you to the park in. So that way you don't have to worry about the bus, the skyline or anything like that. Um, inside that vehicle or with that vehicle comes a personal tour guide. You have pre-arrival planning. So you're going to let them know ahead of time what it is that you're looking for with this VIP tour so they can make sure that you um, get that uh, your, your highlights in, in, the, in your plan. Um, you're going to have a flexible start time. It's picked by you. So if you want to start later in the day, you can. If you want to start earlier in the day, you can. That's completely up to you. And then you get to visit multiple theme parks in one or more days. So if you want to try to hit all four parks, you have, you know, one day to do it. Um, VIP tour is per- perfect for that where you can hit uh, all your favorite rides in, in one day using the VIP tour. And then you have the ability to enjoy some of your favorite attractions efficiently. So uh, less time waiting. Um more time enjoying what we call the Disney experience. And, you know, again, it's just a better use of your time um, while you're, while you have the chance. That visiting multiple parks on one day is pretty cool too. I mean, we know we talked about the park hoppers coming back, but um, it, it's hard to hit more than like two or three parks in a day sometimes. So uh, yeah. there is that challenge out there that people do where they do, you know, one attraction in, in one of each of the four parks in a day. Um, you know, so they get to do something like that. That's kind of cool, but, um, yeah, to have a VIP tour that can take you, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And Um, I mean, especially now with, with park hopping, not an option. Um, the only way you can park hop is with the VIP tour. Yeah. So January it's coming um, back. It's coming back. Yeah. It's coming back in January, but that's still not a guarantee. So, you know, maybe a VIP tour is still a better option than your park hopper pass. True. True. Depending on the options, it depends on how much there time are. you have there. If you don't have a lot of time and you want to hit a lot of things, um, it's a great option. Yeah, uh, it's like I said, it's a time saver for sure. But like you said, it it, it does cost a little bit more, um, and we'll talk about that in a little while. But uh, there are a few things guests need to know before they book a VIP tour. Correct. That's true. So kind of the fine print on those here. So uh, one thing to make sure you know is that the VIP tours do require a valid theme park admission um, and you have to have a park pass for the park you wanna start at that day. Um, So make sure you have a reservation Uh, and that park admission is not included in the price of your tour. It is separate. 
So you do have to have a ticket and a park reservation in addition to the price of the tour. So keep that in mind. Um, the DSN VIP tours, they participate in full security screenings as well, including your back checks. Um, so as you go through and you want to get into the parks, you do have to make sure you've gone through a bag check, make sure you don't have anything, uh, you know, Disney doesn't want in the parks in there. Uh, so, you know, make sure you're prepared for that during your VIP tour. Um, be, be ready to be screened and have the appropriate uh, government issued identification if you need it. So, you know, typical is anytime you're going to go into the parks, you just need to go through screening and make sure everything's good to go. Uh, I already said you have to have a park pass reservation as well. Um, but another thing is that the Disney VIP tours at Disney World, they're really popular and they may have limited availability. So you do want to book those as far in advance as possible. Um, you can't typically walk up and get a tour same day. They don't usually have tour guides hanging around ready to do that. So um, book in advance. All private VIP tours uh, have to be booked a minimum of seven continuous hours for the tour. So you're looking at a seven hour tour minimum uh, and you can have up to 10 guests. So when we start talking about the price a little bit, this, so this is how you can kind of break that price down a little bit. Um, you know, if you split it amongst a group of friends and all 10 of you go together, um, that's pretty cool. Uh, entertainment offerings are subject to, subject to availability uh, and may be restricted by different capacity restraints and things at the time of booking. So, you know, if one of your goals is to do the Frozen sing-along at Hollywood Studios, um, you know, that is still limited by capacity constraints and things like that. So the tour guide needs to know about that in advance if that's a must-do. Um, so keep that in mind. And there is a cancellation fee. So um, like many of the things with Disney, um, if you don't show up to dining or Bibbidi-Bobbidi Boutique or things like that, they are going to charge you a cancellation fee. And here you do have to cancel your VIP tours 48 hours in advance to make sure you get uh, all your money back. If you don't, there is um, a cancellation fee. And I believe it was a two-hour price of the fee if you cancel uh, less than 48 hours as a penalty. Uh, whenever you're in the VIP tours, the VIP tours do not just walk through the parks or through the main entrances. They actually go into a lot of backstage areas. And as Brian said, when you're park hopping, you actually get a van that will um, take you possibly from behind Main Street USA in the uh, cast member area to a cast member area at Epcot Center where you then walk into the park. So whenever you're in those backstage areas, you cannot have any cameras, video equipments, or cell phones in use while you're in those backstage areas. They wanna make sure um, they're keeping the show to what you see with everyone else. So nothing going on backstage when you can. And uh, one last thing, guests 17 and under do need to be accompanied by a paying participating parent or guardian. So have to be over 18 to take somebody a little with you. And again, pricing and information are all subject to change without notice. So um, fine print, but pretty standard with Disney. Nothing too out of the ordinary there other than making sure um, you're not taking pictures, video or anything like that in a backstage area, which that, that's you're going to find in all the tours that go backstage. Um, they're going to make that very clear to you and let you know. Yeah, like some of the stuff they need to keep magical. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this, like, the, the use of cameras is one of the things that doesn't shock me at all. Um, that is a whole lot of information that you just gave out though. And I know it's something crazy. That, it's something that I, it is kind of standard stuff, but we, we're used to the cancellation policies because what we do all the time, but for just your, your normal visitor, that, that's a whole lot of information. And you, but you left something out of that information that you gave. Uh-oh, I did? What yeah, did I miss? It's, well, how much... How much do these VIP tours cost? 
Oh, well, we skipped that part. So um, good to know. <laughs> the pricing ranges for the standard VIP tour that we're talking about, um, minimum of seven hours, it ranges anywhere from 425 to 750 an hour. And that depends on the season and time of the year and things that are going on. Um, and remember, like we said, that does not include your park ticket. So you will need a park admission in addition to that as well. So um, make sure you know there's a lot of information out there. Um, if you have any questions about that, you can ask one of us, your mouse experts, and we will happily uh, go through those details with you a little more and make sure you're clear on what you can and can't get with that, um, what kind of pricing you can expect, and uh, how to make the most of a VIP tour, because it's a pretty fun thing. Yeah, like I said, I mean, that's a lot of information to remember right there. So just having a mouse expert that can go through and help you navigate that and figure out which tour is best for you, which we're going to break down the tours here in a minute. Um, very, very helpful. I don't like to plug our services too much, even though, I mean, you know, we are very knowledgeable and helpful with what we do. Um, but that is one of the biggest perks about using a mouse expert is you don't have to worry about trying to remember all this on your own. All the fine print. We got the fine print taken care of for you. We make sure we guide you through there, get you going. You're all good. Yep. yep. Goes back to sure why, what's a mouse expert and why would you want one? Because we take care of you. <laughs> yes. Just Google the reviews. Um, exactly. All right. So why should somebody treat themselves or, you know, treat yourself to a VIP tour? I mean, it is a fun, fun treat. It's a lot of cool stuff you get to do. But one of the big things is this is a huge time saver. So um, it, back in the day, it used to be that VIP tour guides used to walk through the park with you and they would actually stand in line with you and to, to kind of teach you um, some of the information and history about the park as you went. And those have evolved now. So now you actually get to go through um, shorter VIP access lines. You don't have to wait in the long queues. Um, you know, that whole time saving of being able to jump in a van, you know, next to Splash Mountain and take that over to, uh, I don't know, Animal Kingdom and go ride uh, Expedition Everest like that. That's a huge time saver than having to go out, get on a ferry boat or a monorail or a bus and go to another place. A uh, lot of great ways to save some time and get a whole lot done in a short period. Yeah. I mean, so you have seven hours uh, for a lot of these. Um and I mean, we, we know how much we can get done on a good day in seven hours. So with a VIP tour, I mean, it, it's crazy how much you can get done in, in, the, in those hours. But one thing that comes to my mind for me is just convenience. I, I'm all about, you know, doing what's convenient now when it comes to vacations. And just knowing that they're going to pick me up from my resort. They're going to take me from park to park. I don't have to worry about the bus or the monorail or, or Skyliner or whatever. Um it's just convenient. Everything's planned out for me. So they know what highlights I want to hit. All I got to do is show up. And right now, like I said, at my age, that's really what I look forward to on my vacation is just showing up and somebody saying, all right, here's what we're going to do today. And your tour guides are so knowledgeable. They know so much about the parks and history and, uh, you know, design and, and what went into so many of these things. Um, just the little tidbits and nuggets of knowledge that you can get from a tour guide are pretty amazing. Um, you know, and if you're looking for something new, if you go to Disney a lot and, you know, um, you still have a great time, but you, you want to try something different, um, this is really something different worth experiencing. Um, most people that do a VIP tours don't want to go back to the park without one. No. Um, yeah. it, it's a great, great experience. And the tour guides are wonderful. They're really, really um, looking out for you and taking care of you. Uh, one yeah, thing we didn't I mean mention is that those vans, when you get in and out of those vans in the hot summer and you're going from park to park, 
they tend to have cold bottles of water for you and sometimes yeah. snacks as well. Yep. So you yep. uh, might have a bag of chips, you know, one of those uh, individual size bag of chips or some cookies or brownies or Rice Krispie treat, things like that um, as little snack options while you're going from one park to the other. Um, so yeah, the tour guides are great. Yeah. I mean, they, they, you know, we, we think that we can save our clients time just knowing what order to ride rides and things like that. in. uh, I mean, but they have it down to a T. I mean, they, they know exactly when the lines get busy and which ones to do later and things like that. I mean, it's, they have the science of it, you know, down. And so, you know, we may be able to save our clients, you know, a couple hours throughout the day. They can save our clients, you know, three, four, five hours, Half a the, day way they, easily, the way they yeah. go about their park plans. So exactly. um, it, it's just convenient. It saves so much time and it is something else, you know, new for those that go all the time. It's something new for them to do. You're right. So love VIP tours. Absolutely. Something, a lot of fun. Um, so there's so many different types of tours you can do as well. So the regular um, VIP tour that we've been talking about is just a standard private VIP tour for you and up to 10 people um, in your group. And uh, you can kind of outline what you want to do and see what's available and say, okay, um, you know, I want to hit certain attractions or I want to do, you know, a certain show or anything like that. And the tour guides are going to do everything they can to make sure that you get the most of that trip and your tour. But uh, if you're looking for some of the other options and you don't really know where to start and how to do this, you can start with one of the tours that are already pre-built. Um, and there's one that is the ultimate tour category. Um, so there's a whole set of tours under the adult, ultimate tours. Um, Brian, what's the first one we got to talk about? Oh, the first one might be my, well, I don't know. I, I say it might be my favorite, but uh, <laughs> there, there's another one down the list that I think once we get to, everybody's going to be like, yep, that's Brian's favorite. Um, <laughs> but, I, you know, I'm a big thrill guy. You are too when it comes to thrill rides. So the ultimate day of thrills might be my favorite when it comes to the attractions. Um, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a seven hour tour that is full of thrill rides. Um, mm -hmm. so you have big thunder mountain, splash mountain, space mountain, Haunted mansion, seven doors, mine train that you do all at magic kingdom. Um, so you start your morning there, you hit those big attractions, you get a quick service lunch, which is included in the price. And then you head over and you have Soren. Um, then you do slinky dog dash, toy story, mania, rock and roller coaster, uh, Twilight Zone, Tower of Terror, and Star Tours, all in one day. And that's I three mean, parks. If, that's three parks of yeah. stuff. Magic Kingdom, Epcot, and Hollywood Studios. If you if you just sat there and um, I'd imagine they're going to update this too when Guardians of the Galaxy comes out. But if you just sat there and you you plotted the wait times for all these attractions, you're looking at over ten hours of wait time. I would imagine. Yeah, and you're yeah. going to get them all done in seven hours, and eat a quick service lunch, and uh, jump to three parks, like you said. Yeah, that's so eleven that major just, attractions. Yeah, plus lunch. That just goes that's back to cool. saving the saving the time, and and I mean, it's. I don't know how you can get any better than that. I, I exactly. think the price is well worth it on that one. Yeah, and it's the pricing is a little bit different than the standard VIP tour because this is a set. Um, tour that has certain things you get to do instead of making quite so many choices. So how's the yep. pricing different on this one? The pricing for this one, it, like I said, is seven hours, but it's $349 per person plus plus tax. Um, valid admission is required for each park. Uh, so it's not included in the price. Uh, it's not included in the tour, the price of the tour. All right. 
add your ticket is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> but again, um, 350 a person plus tax, 349, right? So you're going to so get 11 at f- major attractions in three for about $500 and a quick service lunch for about that's, $500. That's so. really not bad. No, that's pretty cool. Um, I think and, it's actually know, a little cheaper ticket. than the regular VIP tour where you get to pick more, but yeah, yeah it, it should be. Um, but again, this one is only offered um, on Mondays, Tuesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. So keep that in mind when you guys do go to book. And then tours begin at 8.30. And they last, like I said, approximately seven hours. So that you have a VIP tour where you can plan as you go and you can start at your day at 10 o'clock or whatever. You know, this one does begin at 8.30. Uh, because you're doing those 11 major attractions, you have seven hours to get things done. Um you know, they can't guarantee that you're just going to walk on rides because something sometimes things happen and you may have to wait 10 minutes or something, you know, for, for one reason or another, but you're still going to get on pretty, pretty quick. But that's seven hours of, you know, nonstop attraction time, like I said, for that $350 plus your, your park admission, I feel like it's definitely well worth it. Yeah. And then, so you get done after your seven hour tour and the park's still open, you still have time to go play in the park because you still have, oh, yeah. you know, your valid ticket. So that's pretty yeah. cool. Um, that these tours that we're talking about now that are structured, that have a specific set of criteria that they're going to take you on, they're a little less expensive than the standard VIP tour. Um, like I said, the difference is the standard VIP tour then will um, pick you up at your resort if you choose to do so. Um, so it's door to door. And then you get to pick pretty much what you want to do for the whole day, where these are a little more structured tours. They have certain criteria that they're going to see and do. Um, so they're a little less expensive, which is definitely worth knowing as well. Um, so if you didn't want to start with the main VIP tour, maybe you could start with one of these, um, a little better price point and kind of ease your way in and see what that's like. Um, you know, reach out to us, let us know what you think. Yeah. So for those of you that do not have, um, thrill seekers or just don't have kids old enough to ride it yet, there's another one that's a little more, uh, kid friendly. That's called the ultimate Disney classics tour, which is exactly what it sounds like, um, it, the highlights of it are Dumbo the Flying Elephant, Haunted Mansion, It's a Small World, Jungle Cruise, Mad Tea Party, Peter Pan's Flight, The Mini Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, Under the Sea, Journey of the Little Mermaid are your highlights for your ride attractions. Um, and this one runs at $249 per person plus tax. Lunch is included in this one as well, um, but you do need a valid park admission to Magic Kingdom. So right now with the park reservation system the way it is, make sure you have your Magic Kingdom reservation on the day that you choose to do this one. Mm-hmm. And tours are offered on Sundays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, and they begin at 10 o'clock, lasting approximately about four hours. That's amazing, actually. So 250 per person, you get... Dumbo, Mansion, Small World, Jungle Cruise, Tea Party, Peter Pan's Flight, Winnie the Pooh, and Little Mermaid. All in the Magic Kingdom in four hours and lunch. I mean, yep. do you know what the line is typically like for Peter Pan? That It's, it's such it's a classic attraction, but it's usually an hour or more. I've often seen Peter Pan, yeah. you know, hour and a half to two hours. Um, and Winnie the Pooh sometimes can be that way as well. I know that's not your favorite. Hot Mansion. But, yeah. Haunted, Haunted Mansion is, you know, an hour. Um, Jungle Cruise, 30 minutes. Uh, 30 minutes Matt to Tea an Party hour. can get up yeah. to 20. Yeah. Matt Tea Party can get it 20 minutes to 30 minutes. Um, Dumbo can get up to an hour. So if you have little ones that just can't really wait, um, maybe you have a special needs that, you know, uh, somebody with ADHD or something, they just hard, you know, hard time waiting in lines. This might be a way to kind of avoid that. That's eight attractions in four hours. That's like an attraction every 30 minutes. 
that's like that's hardcore that's a lot of clay that's a lot of classic attractions you gotta spend five minutes at least walking to most of these <laughs> <So>. <laughs> exactly right you gotta go walk you gotta get to them and you gotta experience the attraction you gotta walk back to wherever you're going um that that's still a lot to do in four hours i think it is and and lunch so lunch i mean lunch that's half hour the right there so but yeah yeah all depends on how it goes but that that's pretty cool yeah sounds like it'd be so a lot of fun for littles yeah it is um there's one tour out there that um is kind of interesting because we we always talk about how disney is different at night mm-hmm. um, no matter what park you're in disney is always different at night however at animal kingdom you typically don't get to experience it at night very often because of the animals and the way they have to you know run that park but there is an opportunity to experience it at night. That's right. So they have been extending um, the hours to Animal Kingdom since it originally opened for the last 20 years or so. Um, and they have gotten some more nighttime things going on and some more nighttime opportunities, but um, they do offer the ultimate Knights of Adventure tour through Animal Kingdom. Um, this is a four hour guided group tour. It's an adventure through uh, Animal Kingdom. And in this particular tour, you actually get to experience uh, Expedition Everest, Legend of the Forbidden Mountain, Kilimanjaro Safari, so you can go on a safari in the evening, uh, Avatar Flight of Passage, everybody loves the world of Pandora at night, it's amazing. Uh, You also get the Navi River Journey and Dinosaur for attractions at Animal Kingdom. So that's a pretty good mix of the attractions that are available over there. Um, And this did also include the Rivers of Light uh, on select nights when Rivers of Light was running. I don't think Rivers of Light is coming back, so they might change this tour just a little bit, um, or yeah. it just might not include Rivers of Light anymore if that's not going to come back. Um, word's still out on that, but but I don't think yeah. it's coming back. Um, yeah, they could substitute tour, it with the Up Show, um, something like yeah. that, or or maybe Festival of the Lion King or something. But um, yeah, when those come back, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's, it's a still time show. Maybe. Pretty cool. Four hours at night, you get to do some really cool things. Um, you know, there's a lot of ground to cover at Animal Kingdom um, when you get all of those. But and the safari, the safari alone is usually about a 20 minute trip. So um, that's pretty cool, too. Uh, pricing on this one is a little bit different as well. So this tour is, runs $249 per person plus tax. Uh, and again, uh, valid admission to the park is required and not included in the price of the tour. So make sure you have a ticket and a park pass reservation for Animal Kingdom on the day you want to do this tour. Uh, This tour does operate seven days a week, except on certain blackout dates. Uh, And again, lasts about four hours and also includes a snack and specialty beverage included in this tour. Um, That specialty beverage could be a non-alcoholic or if you're over 21, an alcoholic beverage too. So kind of a nice little bonus there. Yeah, I I like the idea of this tour uh, for a couple of reasons because Expedition Everest can get up to an hour. Um, safaris mm-hmm. can get up to an hour. Flight of passage is always over an hour. <laughs> yeah. Um, Tommy, you're, you're hitting a lot of big traction and tickets, but then we always talk about like, again, everything's different at night. Um, that includes the Kilimanjaro safaris. You have a completely different experience when you take that, uh, in the afternoon, late evening, um, early, early evening, um, with the, the, you know, the animals, they're, they're more active very first in the morning and then at night. And so we've been on it several times uh, right before closing or right before dusk where the lions have been out and they've been roaring. Um, you know, some of the other animals are more att- uh, active at night than, you know, when they are, when it's 
noon or something like that. So you have a chance with this tour to do Everest, the safaris and flight of passage twice in one day. If you do it right, if you do yeah. them all in the morning yeah. when you get there and then you do them all on this tour, that right there is eight hours worth of ride time, you know, at least in itself, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. a wait time. And, you know, you're doing it in, you know, with the tour, you're doing it in, you know, maybe six, uh, something like that with the, with the other attractions that you're doing. So I really like the idea of the ultimate nights of adventure tour at animal kingdom. Yeah. Again, talking about convenience and the way to maximize your day to be able to do all those attractions like that in a four hour time, um, is pretty cool. Um, it, it's, it's pretty neat. And there's so many great new things that have come to animal kingdom in the evening. Um, if you haven't had a chance to experience uh, tree of life awakenings, um, I think they do an amazing job with that. It's really cool. So the tree of life is um, on normal evenings. The tree of life is kind of lit. So you can see it. It's kind of the icon of the park. Um, but as you watch every so often, all the projections that they've been doing all over the parks, um, different animals that are carved into the tree look like they kind of come to life and they will move around or crawl around or swim across the tree and do things. Um, it's pretty amazing to see how they've done that. And uh, for the holidays, they're doing the Tree of Life Awakenings holiday version. So um, there are projections of um, snow and things across the Tree of Life. And you might see the snow leopards go by, or you might see you know, the rabbits hopping through the snow and um, deer out in the woods. It's, it's really amazing what they've been doing with these projection shows. So um, again, evenings in the parks, nighttimes in the parks are so cool. Um, and Animal Kingdom has got some really cool things going on in the evening. And Ultimate Nights of Adventure, definitely one of those options worth checking out, yeah. worth considering. Yep. There's another really cool one you can do. Now, this one usually happens during the day, and we're going back to the Magic Kingdom for this one. Um, this is the one I think will <laughs> we'll perk some people up, perk some people up. So um, there is, this is not an Ultimate Tour, but it is called the Taste of Magic Kingdom. So the Taste of Magic Kingdom is actually a three-hour tour that allows you to taste your way through the kitchens of the Magic Kingdom Park. You actually get to go backstage into the working kitchens and sample curated tastings from some of the most beloved menu items and sample items that are still in development to be brought into the parks. That is pretty cool. Um, it's three-hour tour, like we said. You go through a couple of different places. You get to try several of um, those signature Magic Kingdom attractions. I know they talk about Dole Whip. They talk about some of the cookies, but some of the other um, entrees and things you'll find at some of the sit-down restaurants are there. Um, I believe one of the kitchens you go into is Tony's Town Square. Um, so there, there's some really cool things there. Three hours of, you know, walking around the Magic Kingdom and sampling food and snacks. What is not to like about that? Um, this tour is- Where do, where do I sign up? Yeah, I, this tour is a little more affordable. Um, this one is only $99 a person plus tax. And again, valid admission for the park and a park reservation is also required and not included in the price. Um, this tour typically runs Monday, Tuesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So um, pretty cool to know about that one. Um, I have not done this and I am so looking forward to it as soon as they come back. I want to do this. I'm um, thinking we're going to have to do this one. And do I just give you my card number now or when I get <laughs> you can do that. We will hook you up. We will connect you with these tours. Cause um, a Dole Whip, a Turkey leg. Um, I'm sure a churros on there. Uh, maybe the gray stuff, uh, you know, the, the cupcakes, 
um yeah, cookie, there are so like, many cupcakes they do at the park they're amazing it's it is ridiculous when i was researching this i was like why have i never done this one before <laughs> so. there are so many great options for these tours and again um you know we talked about the main vip tour being 425 to start and it goes up to 750 an hour um you know and that typically would be holidays if you're going to look at um, trying yeah. to do a vip tour on a holiday yeah you're probably going to pay about 750 an hour um but these you know anywhere between a hundred dollars and 250 or 350 dollars plus tax um if you look at how much you get to experience in that that's pretty cool um a hundred dollars for a tour that includes food i mean you could easily snack your way around the magic kingdom and pay that um on your own yes. too so i think that's yes. a pretty cool I, option I'm, I'm sure I do snack my way for a hundred dollars. Now that I think about it, I'm pretty those... sure I do. <laughs> so you got to go make use of those uh, after hours parties and you can get all the popcorn and yeah. ice cream and everything you want. So that makes yeah. it really cool. Who, to need, who needs snack credits when you have a, 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 a eat your way around the magic kingdom. Um, <laughs> although I would that... say we don't want to do this one and the ultimate thrill day, a day of thrills on the same day. <laughs> No, probably not. Probably not. You probably wouldn't be able to keep a lot of those uh, great snacks down if you're doing all those thrills. But yeah, definitely something to think about there. Um, so many great choices. So once again, just those ultimate uh, category tours they have is that ultimate day of thrills. That's the um, three parks, Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Hollywood Studios, hitting most of the major attractions at all three of those parks. Um, and that's a seven hour tour for about $349 a person plus tax. Uh, you have the ultimate classics tour for those that um, are not quite so adventurous, but still want to do all those really cool classic attractions at the Magic Kingdom. Um, that one is typically a four hour tour uh, and runs about $249 a person plus tax. Um, pretty cool option there. And then the ultimate nights of adventure at Animal Kingdom, um, taken in the nighttime sites and all those really cool uh, attractions over there. And the, most of those e-ticket rides. And then the Taste of the Magic Kingdom for three hours, $99 per person plus tax. Um, those are some pretty amazing options. Yeah, there, there really I are. I don't even know which one I like best. I mean, the food. And so I'm trying to sit here and think, I, I mean, the food one, it sounds great. Um, the classics sounds great. Um Although I feel like with the classics one, depending on, you know, what, if, if you're going to have to splurge on one and really treat yourself, I think you got to go big or go home. Like, you know, you do the ultimate <laughs> day of thrills. Um, there's just so much there, but it is a little more pricey. Um, so you got a hundred dollars more cons. than the classics, but yeah. you get three more hours and three parks worth of attractions. Yeah. So it's, I don't know. That's some tough choices and, and, and animal kingdom at night. Um, I mean, that in itself is completely different uh, environment and, you know, opportunity to do something different. So four really, really good ones, but those are not the only ones that we can do. There are a few <laughs> others that we can do is right. There are quite a few, but before we move on, yeah. we have a little piece of business to take care of here. Oh yeah. So we are doing our, uh, ultimate month of giveaways going on here. So our giving month. So our word of the week for this episode is year. So happy as a new year. Uh, so keep that in mind. Last week, it was the word new. This week, it's year. 
so make sure you put that in the comments and let us know you got the word in there so we can enter you in the drawing for another one of those mystery grab bag characters. Um, see if you can be like Kelly and get the next one. Yeah, and, and make sure you're keeping up with all the words throughout the episodes because we do have one um, mystery bag left at the end of the series that, you know, if you can give us the phrase uh, and you missed out on um, any of the words, then, you know, we're going to do one more final drawing for that last mystery bag. Yep. So keep your ears open, keep listening, keep I tuning like in. I like the mystery bags. Uh, I was pretty excited to see Blaine open up the one. And when he got Merlin, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> I know you're still trying to figure Cricket. out who. Yeah, I was hoping for Jimmy Cricket, but I'm still waiting to see what the other, that that one character, I don't know who it is. I'm, I'm trying to figure that one out. Um, I can't remember her name, but she's from Atlantis, the Lost Empire. That's what I thought. Yeah, that's, that's um, what I thought. So. Yeah, she was the female character from Atlantis, but I can't remember what her okay. name was. So um, maybe somebody will draw her and then they can let us know what her name is when they pick her out. <laughs> there you go. There you go. No. Not a character that ever really made a whole lot of appearances in the park or anything like that. A lot of the um, Atlantis characters didn't do, didn't do too many appearances. Yeah. I did find out inside the uh, popcorn bucket, you get a little like movie thing as well. Uh, it's like a little movie poster for the character that you get. Uh, so I thought oh, that nice. was kind of cool. But Kind of uh, like a card telling their history to... or info. Uh, it just kind of says, uh, whiz bang wizard of whimsy. <laughs> it's got a little, you know, stuff That's about really. the sword and stone. So, it's yeah. really. um, so back to tours though, uh, like we were saying, there were a couple other tours that you can book. Um, all these are priced differently depending on what you're looking for. Um, but there is, you know, always say there's something for everybody at Disney and, mm -hmm goes true for the tours as well there's a tour for everybody if you have somebody that loves um it's kind of like a nerd like we are that loves the backstage you know the <laughs> scenes uh behind the magic there's a tour for that if you have somebody that's like you know into flowers and plants and you know how the earth works um there's a tours for that animal lovers there's tours for that um you know holiday lovers there's tours for them um, you got people that want to do scuba diving. There's tours for those, you know, those people. You have people that are infatuated with Walt Disney and how, you know, Magic Kingdom came to about, you know, be about. There's a tour for that. I mean, there's there's tour for train lovers. I mean, there's just something for everybody, isn't there? There is. There's a lot of them. So that's a lot of information, though. Um, let's dive into those yeah. a little bit more. A little bit more. Yeah. Backstage Magic. Uh, Backstage Magic is a really cool tour that actually takes you um, behind the scenes at the Magic Kingdom so uh, and several other attractions. But you get to go behind the scenes at Epcot, at the Magic Kingdom. You get to go to places like Creative Costuming, where you can go and see all the different wardrobe costumes and the character costumes and things that are being done um, for the folks at the parks. Um, you get to go to a place called Central Shops. So Central Shops is actually back behind the Magic Kingdom. Um, and this is where they do a lot of the fabrication of different things, anything from big stage sets or parade floats and things like that to, um, you know, creating new trash cans and things for the parks. Um, there's a lot of different things that are done in central shops. Uh, one of those things that's going on right now is um, the uh, Mark Twain or Liberty Bell riverboat is actually out um, from the Magic Kingdom and it's back at central shops going through a refurbishment. So you never know the kind of things you're going to see going on back there. Um, you get to go to the Tiffin's restaurant at Animal Kingdom. 
uh, and you typically get to go behind the scenes at Rivers of Light. Um, again, if Rivers of Light's coming back. Uh, but one of the really cool things is um, at the Magic Kingdom, you actually get to go through the Utilidors. So um, you probably heard about this whole world underneath the Magic Kingdom. Um, I think we've talked about it before. Uh, basically, the Magic Kingdom is the second floor in Florida. There is this tunnel system they call the Utilidors underneath the Magic Kingdom. And that lets um, you know cast members get around from area to area in the park. Um, there are break rooms there. There is the wardrobe for the team um, at the Magic Kingdom. There is the cafeteria and other type of break areas for them down there. Um, there's a lot of things that go on in Utilidor. So it's pretty interesting to see if you um, are really interested, like Brian said, in kind of being Disney geek and finding out some of those behind the scenes things. That's really cool. Um, and one other one that we talked about before on the show that made Brian want to go see the show, and I, he actually stayed awake when we did it. <laughs> uh, we went to the American Adventure at Epcot. And I talked about that a little bit about how much goes on for all those animatronics and things that are in that show to make that show work. And this one actually is supposed to go behind the scenes at the American Adventure too. So um, backstage magic, pretty cool stuff going on. A lot of really cool things you can learn. Um, this is typically a seven hour tour as well and starts at about 275 per person. Uh, and again, remember all the pricing we're giving you is pre-tax um, and does not include valid park admission um, or park reservation, which you do need as well. I think backstage magic is a pretty cool tour. Yeah, that's that one is uh, you know one of my my top ones. Um, I'm an I'm an animal lover at heart, so there's a couple others that uh, is right up there with it. But I do love seeing the behind the scenes uh, aspects of of how Disney really works, and it just gives me a really you know, like a deeper appreciation for everything that goes on to make make my experience more enjoyable because um, it's not easy. Like those people work very, very hard and to navigate some of that stuff and to make some of the things happen that um, we take for granted. You, you really get to see all of it in action. And like I said, it just makes you appreciate it even more. Yeah. People don't realize when you go and you experience, you know, big thunder mountain, right. You get to go, you go on a roller coaster, you ride through it. It's great. People don't realize how much has gone into that attraction to make it work. How many computer systems there are um, the way the trains, you know, have to keep moving, keep cycling for things you know, stop. There's so much that goes into it. And, and to get that little peek behind the scenes is pretty cool. Yep. Um, I'm going to let you talk about the animal options, um, but I'm going to talk about this one a little bit more. So another tour you can do, you can do at Epcot. Um, I think this is really cool. I knew somebody who worked at Epcot for a while in the greenhouses, um, but there is this thing called behind the seeds tour that's available at the living with the land pavilion. Um, so at the land, you know, there's multiple greenhouses back there. If you go through the Living with the Land boat ride, um, you get to ride through and see the different things that are growing in hydroponics and sand uh, and the fish farm and things like that. So this is a really affordable tour. Um, it's about a one hour walking tour that actually takes you um, walking through the greenhouses and get to get a little more of a hands-on close-up look at what's going on in there with um, some of the horticulturists that work in there. Um, it's only $30 a person, $29 per person um, for a walking tour for about an hour. Um, you get to go through the fish farm, see what it's like at feeding time. You get to see some of the giant fruits and vegetables that they grow um, and discover more information about growing techniques like hydroponics um, and the sand like desert like we talked about. Um, just understanding how that works. I know some people have really gotten into home gardening and things. Um, so I think this is a pretty cool tour too for only 30 bucks for about an hour. Um, if you really enjoy going through the land, which I'm one of those nerds, I do. Um, I think this is a really cool tour. 
Yeah, I love. I love. Like, I don't want to say I love living with the land. Living with the land is, is an attraction <laughs> that a lot of people skip over um, because they just kind of see it as you know science and technology and just kind of nerdy. But I love going and looking for the hidden Mickey's. I love kind of seeing the plants mm-hmm. and the shapes that they they you know create out of them. Um, I think it's a really unique experience. And for you know, 10, 15 minute wait most of the time, you know, I don't, any chance you can just wait 10 minutes and get on an attraction at Disney World is worth it. So um, I, I take the opportunity to do it at pretty much any time we go. Um, but it's, you know, I, I've seen the people walking it. Um, they seem like they're having a good time. I've never done it, but it, it does seem like it's a, um, an enjoyable experience for those that, you know, are into that kind of thing. The last couple of times I actually tried to do this, they were sold out. I couldn't go. <laughs> I was kind of bummed. It's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing when you go because you see at the little check-in desk and they say tours are sold out for the day or whatever. Um, I mean, I, I, I'm always amazed on how many people do those tours. Yeah, it's pretty neat. I think I like that one. Yeah. So, all right, so you're giving me the animal ones, huh? There you go. All right. Well, so Disney is all about protecting the environment and, you know, being able to allow guests to have close experience with the environment, you know, as best they can. So there's a lot of these and we don't have time to really go into all of them, but I will go into details on some of them. Um, so Animal Kingdom, you have the opportunity to do the Caring for Giants or the Up Close with Rhinos tours. Both pretty um, big animals, to be honest. I mean, yeah, pretty- yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, when I was like caring for giants, I was like, I thought that it was the uh, the rhino tour, and I was like, no, it's 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 the elephants. So, um, but it's it's an opportunity to get up close and personal with uh, a couple of your favorite uh, animals, uh, elephants and rhinos. Um, when I saw the prices for these, the up close and rhino up close with rhinos tour is only forty dollars per person, um, and I thought I was like, that's you know very much worth it because how often do you have a chance to get up close and personal with a, with a rhino? Um, I mean, it's, you know, you're not touching distance, anything like that, but I mean, you are close to where you can see the massiveness of their, their size, um, you know, firsthand. And and the same thing with the, the elephants, um, you get about, you know, anywhere from 75 to a hundred feet away from your, the elephants. Um, It's a, pretty lengthy tour um not too long but i mean you do get you know you get to go back there and you get to really spend some time with them and and, and, um i believe it's about 60 minutes for both of these um so it's not like you just go back there and see them and then you walk away like you you get to really uh experience what they do for a little while um and again both these are animal kingdom um those animal uh, care specialists too that take care of them they know those animals in and out um, so they can tell you a lot of great information about uh, yeah. each of the individuals that are in the herds. So that's kind of cool too. Great information. Yeah, and the uh, the caring for giants is thirty dollars for adults. Um, you have to be four years or older. So um, guest under the age of eighteen, of course, must be accompanied by an adult. Um, check in fifteen minutes prior to the experience, so that way they know you're going to be there. Um, I believe the rhinos start at 11, um, but I think the uh, caring for giants is kind of not come as you go, but I think they have a little more flexibility with the schedule on that one. Um, 
but the rhinos is is one that um, is so hard to see the rhinos while you're on the safari. So if you have a chance to do the backstage um, tour with the the up close with rhinos, um, that might be a better opportunity for you if you have somebody that's, you know, rhinos their favorite animal. Um, the elephants sometimes, then, you know, they're they're always at a distance when you see them on the yes. safari. Um, and sometimes we haven't even seen a rhino when we've been on the safari. They've been, um, mm -hmm. I don't know, off somewhere. So the ability to be able to see those kind of animals a much closer distance and be able to ask questions and things is pretty cool. Yeah. For 30 or 40 yeah. bucks, it's not too bad. Yeah. And then they have a couple other different ones um, at Animal Kingdom when it comes to Savor the Savannah, which you can kind of tell oh, is a yeah. more, um, <laughs> it's a more, uh, food related tour uh sense of africa you're, you're getting up close with animals again um you know dealing with senses and then the starlight safari is a nighttime tour um that you can do so um you can see that the animals um at night which is very rare um but and then you have some free ones throughout the day at the wild africa trek um that you mm -hmm. can do um but moving over to epcot they have some um, tours available at uh, Dive Quest over at the um, Seas with Nemo and Friends. Um, so the um, yeah, Seas Adventure, sorry. Um, the first one is the Aqua Tour, which is, oh goodness, there's so many of them. Um, the Aqua, <laughs> there's a lot of tours the Aqua at the Seas. Tour, yeah. The Aqua Tour is a snorkeling adventure. Um, with uh, thousands of sea creatures, including the sea turtles, angelfish, eagle rays, and sharks in the massive aquarium. Um, that one runs at $145 per adult. But that, wait, so it's snorkeling where? It is snorkeling in the, in the tank. Um, so when you go with the sea's adventure, uh, you know how you go through the little Nemo show, then you get off your, your, your clamshell, um, and then you're walking around the aquarium. You can actually snorkel inside that aquarium. Um, That's pretty it's, cool. It's it is. It's $145 uh, per person. Again, you have to be um, um, at least eight years or up to do it. Um, anybody under 12 must be accompanied by a paying adult. Um, and then reservations are, you know, of course, definitely suggested for this well in advance. Um, but it is a uh, two and a half hour experience that includes 30 minutes of actual snorkeling time. So a lot of that is kind of looking around the tank, um, getting you um, geared up and preparing you for what to expect while you're in the water. They're not going to certify you as a scuba diver, but they will give you a lot of the same training. Um, you're going to be in there with certified divers, of course, because you are, you know, you're, you're scuba diving with uh, wild animals pretty much. Um, so just really cool experience with that one. And again, that is the Aqua Tour. And then you can do the same kind of thing with dolphins. Hmm. And I'm trying to pull that one up so I can get everybody the proper information. Um, That's pretty cool. So you can actually go snorkeling in the, the tank at, seven, at the Living with the Seas, Nemo and Friends. And then the dolphins, there's a dolphin encounter in there too. Yeah. So yeah, if you, if you think back to walking around the aquarium at the um, um, Seas Adventure, you have the tank with um, 
all the sharks, the turtles, the fish, and all that. Well, and then they also have a dolphin section as well, um, where you can spend um, three hours of, uh, you know, with a fascinating encounter with a dolphin. Um, it's no more than eight guests per day. So this is a very, very rare opportunity. So if it's something that you want to do, like I said, highly suggest booking it well in advance. Um, it is a three-hour Epcot experience that wraps up with a once-in-a-lifetime photo op and a souvenir. So you're going to be taking your picture with a dolphin. Um, it's one of their bottom Waist dolphins. in the water with a dolphin. You are going yep. to be in the water with the dolphins from the sea. You are. Um, you waist deep approximately, but for about 30 minutes. And um, the trainers are going to go through all the different things that they do with the dolphins throughout the day. Um, give you some cool facts about dolphins. And then you get to spend that 30 minutes with them. Um, and I mean, it, it's $199 per person. So again, it is, you know, um, does have an age limit, uh, 13 years or older. Um, anybody under 18 needs to be accompanied by a painting adult. A bathing suit is required to enter the water. Um, I believe that's the first time that we have come across that one. Um, short wetsuits will be provided. Uh, again, I mean, you know, no cameras or anything like that, but um, it is a phenomenal experience that my kids have been able to do something very similar to it, not at Epcot, but they've been in the water with some dolphins. Um, we've talked about Discovery Cove and what you can do there. Um, so this is an opportunity to do very, you know, something very similar at Disney. Um, I think, you know, 30 minutes in the water with a dolphin for a three hour experience of learning about them and seeing how they're, you know, fed and trained and things. I mean, that's, that's pretty well, cool. it's well worth it in my opinion. Um, because again, we're talking about things that you can add on and treat yourself to. And I think this is just an opportunity, to, you know, if you had a chance to do it, take advantage of it. That's um, right. And but great treats. For, and there's yeah, one other those, one there at the seas too. Actually, if you are scuba certified, there is one other tour that will actually let you scuba in the aquarium. Yes. As well. So snorkeling, yeah, so. if you're not certified, scuba is an option if you are scuba certified. Uh, and the dolphin encounter, three different tours available right there. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but the uh, the scuba one that you're talking about is called the uh, dive quest. Mm. Um, um, but lots, lots of different opportunities to get in the water. Um at Disney, which not a lot of people know about that one. Um, they do not. Know, it's, it's, I'm a huge scuba fan and I was going to be an oceanographer and a marine biologist at one point. And then I realized there's no, there's no oceans in Tennessee. So I quickly changed <laughs> my major. <laughs> then but you ended up with kids, you know, which is very similar yeah. actually. So animals uh, of different kinds. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, but everyone will tell you if you want to be an animal trainer, animal behavior specialist, they tell you child psychology um, are the classes to really get involved in. And I know that from talking to, um, you know, the, the folks at Birds and Animals Unlimited at Universal who did the animal <laughs> actor show there. And um, when I would talk to the trainers at SeaWorld with the dolphins and the killer whales, they would all tell you that um, child behavior um, courses is definitely the way to go child psychology because yes. many times the animals act like children and they don't want to do what they're supposed no. to do. And so you have to positively reinforce them to get them to do those things. But yeah. I'm pretty sure I got in trouble one time because I, I had a well-behaved dog. Like Belle was a very well-behaved dog and I have pretty well-behaved children. And somebody asked me one time, how did I train them so well? And I was like, well, I just trained them the same way I trained my dog. <laughs> didn't, didn't go over very well. 
with treats. I had my dog yeah. first. So. so there you go. Operational conditioning. Is that what <laughs> Again, we're talking about all these different tours and things. These are ways to treat yourself. The ways to do something different. If you've always go to the parks and you really want to experience something different. Um, and as you see, there's so many different price points. Anything from $30 to several hundred dollars to do. Um, some great things to be able to check out. Um, just some other really cool ones to talk about. There is a Disney's Family Magic Tour, um, which actually has a tour guide take you around on sort of a scavenger hunt around the Magic Kingdom. Um, there's some pretty cool things you can do with that. And then you end up with a cool little souvenir at the end. Um, once you do your scavenger hunt, that one's only $40. Um, there are some tours like um, the Keys to the Kingdom Tour. The Keys to the Kingdom Tour is really cool. Uh, it's really all about um, Disney and behind the scenes and creation uh, of the magic behind the park and what's going on there. So you'll find out some of the hidden secrets that are classic attractions. Um, you will get to go through the Utilidors here as well, um, get some little known facts and trivia about other tidbits of the park uh, and get a delicious lunch and some little souvenir keepsake that all goes with you. That one's only $99 per person, plus tax, plus uh, theme park admission, et cetera. Um, there's another one that is from Marceline to the Magic Kingdom. So this one really trails Walt and his history of growing up and how he uh, grew up in Marceline, Missouri and moved towards um, creating the Magic Kingdom, even though he didn't get to see the Magic Kingdom in Florida finished. He did start that in Disneyland. So a lot of similar history and concepts come together. Um, and there's one other really cool one that I like um, to do and give people as an option to. It's actually uh, the magic behind their steam trains. So a lot of folks don't realize that those steam trains that run at Walt Disney World, which have not been running for about two years now, um, the, the steam trains at the Magic Kingdom have been down because of the tracks had to be removed for construction on um, the Tron Light Cycle Run roller coaster that's going in between um, to Mar Toontown and uh, Space Mountain. But uh, we're hearing some rumors that got, the steam say we got news on that may be coming back really soon um but there is a tour you can do uh, that talks all about the locomotives at disney world it's a three-hour tour it's about 54 dollars per person this one does start a lot earlier in the day um because you get to go to do the roundhouse and see the steam trains as they're getting fired up and ready to run for the day um you get to see what it's like to keep them up and running and working and you find out the history of them because these steam trains have actually been around for quite a while um, they actually came from um, Yucatan, Mexico back in 1969, they found them. So these trains have been around for a while and there's four at the park. So if you are a steam train enthusiast, this is a really cool tour as well um, and very affordable at $54 um, to get behind the scenes information on some of those. So there's some really cool things you can do with tours and great ways to treat yourself. Um, this is not all of them. So if any of these things sound interesting to you, um, feel free to let your mouse expert or whoever your travel planner is know that you're interested in trying something a little different and treating yourself. And uh, we'll help you come up with some great opportunities for that as well. Yeah, I want to go over one more just because I, I feel like it's one that, you know, we've talked a lot about things that people can do with thrills and, um, you know, the different things you can do in the, you know, animals and, and stuff. Um, there's one at Epcot, though, that I feel like it's a slower paced tour that you know those that are just wanting something very you know kind of leisurely to do and you know that is the uh, gardens of the world tour oh yeah uh, it's at it's at epcot it's 85 dollars for adults 
Um, there is no age limit on this one just because it, there's no thrills or anything. There's no danger to it. Um, but it basically it is a tour where you can go through Epcot and you're joined by the uh, Disney horticulture experts for an inside look on how some of their elaborate landscaping is created. Um, so when we talk about flower and garden, um, food and wine, all the different festivals that have caught, there's always different topiaries and, you know, uh, garden beds that are created for these festivals. And so this is an opportunity for you to go and explore the botanic botanical backdrops and how they're created, um, with the Disney tour guides and, you know, get to experience, you know, an up close person, uh, personal experience with the horticultural team and kind of ask them questions and see how they design these and just how they create the beauty of Epcot. Yeah, that's true. That's a pretty cool one. Um, it's a little more than some of the other tours, but uh, I mean, if you are a plant person, if you're really into horticulture, um, people don't even realize how much goes into Epcot to make it look so great um, and trying yeah. to find plants that are kind of reminiscent of the the different countries and the pavilions that are out there making them blend in um and like i said just flower and garden is amazing itself it's a pretty cool option and all this stuff is grown on on property like mm -hmm. i mean this is this is stuff that disney is you know from the ground up they have they have created uh from so the seeds really up. fascinating to see. <laughs> yep <laughs> so it's really fascinating to see it so Absolutely. just wanted to throw that one out there for any of the, uh, the grandparents that are listening that are like, Oh, I want something, you know, I want to try it. Or, I mean, even so I love the flower and garden festival because I love seeing the topiaries. Uh, so this is one that I may do just to say I, I did it and, you know, learn something that I didn't know. And they bring in so much color into the parks too, not just yes. the topiaries and like the different, you know, uh, plants that kind of look like they belong in each area. Um, but just the color and everything. It's, it's pretty cool. It is. That whole new entrance really to Epcot is, is uh, coming together really nicely now, getting ready to be unveiled soon. So, I'm excited. I'm, I'm, there. I'm really looking forward to what Epcot turns into over the next couple of years. Yeah, I think there's some really cool changes coming and um, good opportunities to see some some growth there. Yeah. Yep. Lots to so, do. Lots to do. Lots of great ways to treat yourself. So be sure to ask us about any of those. Um, that's bringing us close to the end of the uh, main topic here for this episode. So time to move on to a little bit of news, wrap yep. up what's going on. Uh, if you didn't notice that we did have a post, um, December 13th, uh, Dick Van Dyke, it's his birthday coming up. So Dick Van Dyke's birthday is December 13th. Uh, be sure to give a shout out to uh, Bert the Chimney Sweep and so many other characters he's done for Disney. I um, I knew I shared a birthday with Jamie Foxx, but I did not know that I share a birthday with Dick Van Dyke. Oh, learned some learned something new. So, there you go. Yep. So get your Christmas cards in the mail and your birthday cards in the mail now. <laughs> <laughs> Couple days left. Yeah, um, and we do have to while the season's going on. We have to have our mandatory Mandalorian mention. Are you caught up? I'm caught up. And I will say the, the title of the episode is called Tragedy. And I thought the tragedy happens in like the first five minutes. And then I, I, at the end, I was like, no, that, that can't be what, no, that has to change. Like do something yeah. about this right now. <laughs> yeah. So. 
It's a great episode. It's another one that's a little too short. Oh, it's a little over right, right around 30 minutes, that episode too, but. It, it is, but I feel like it's one of their, the last two episodes. They were I, really I think good been episodes. The, they've been, I think, the best episodes that they've done. But then I'm starting to look at it. I'm like, how is this whole thing going to play out? Like it's, it's, I don't I know. Just can't wait I just can't like I hope this goes on for years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I, I feel like we've only got job. one or two episodes left of this season, and then we're going to be until next October. Yeah. So, yeah, I know, but I I, know. hopefully the, the series will keep going on for quite a while. Uh, I'm really hopeful after seeing how well this is done um, for the Obi-Wan Kenobi's series that's supposed to be coming. So yeah. if it's anything like Mandalorian, uh, I think Obi-Wan is going to be great too. Excited yeah. to see that. I I kind of want to see. I mean, they 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 tied in so many things in that last episode. Oh yeah. I I really I, I wish we could see it when 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 uh, Grego turns like five hundred to see what's going on <laughs> in the universe at that point. But I don't think they can make that show last that long. Although he might already be five hundred, and we just don't know it. I don't know. Well, uh, um, yeah. He said he's fifty now as as the child. But yeah. um, some other really cool surprising characters coming back as well yeah so that that yep. i don't know that was an awesome episode but it just kind of left you going what? what that's it there, there gonna be more yeah like, yeah they're, they're like when when the credits started rolling i was like wait no you gotta you can't <laughs> do short, this too short more so, info where are we yeah 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 but i i will say some of the episodes or one of the episodes that you know if you guys haven't seen it i'm not going to spoil anything but there was a hint in one of the episodes about some armor that uh you're going to need to know for this episode so don't give it's it away no spoilers no, no spoilers it's, it's a good it's a good, it's a good one though yeah. it's a great show um, we got well, some we park some, news uh, though too don't we yeah yeah some really cool things happening so uh trying to find some more ways to get the characters back out there um uh, there are they've started some resort cavalcades with the characters i think this is really kind of cool um what they've done is they've actually got an rv that is kind of blotch painted with you know the primary colors of all the characters um on the front it says uh you know we're on the road and it's got signatures of different characters on it so this rv this camper is pulling up to different resorts and characters coming out and doing social distance meet and greets so we've seen um goofy and pluto at a couple of the resorts so they will be outside the resorts where there's you know hedges they'll stand kind of behind the hedges to make sure there's kind of a barrier between you and them um similar to what you're seeing with joy and Pooh and some of the other characters at epcot and magic kingdom now um, but i think it's pretty cool that they're trying to find a way to get the characters back out there mm -hmm. and um, bring them to the resorts a little bit uh, at some resorts they might not have really done many appearances at before so, yeah i, I think, think it's really wonderful cool. Um, I've heard, I haven't seen it, so I'm not positive on this, but I've heard there's been some princess sightings at some of them as well. Ooh, nice. So I'll, I'll, I, I'm going to be down there in a couple of weeks, so I'll try to confirm that. Um, but I'm not going to spend my whole New Year's trip waiting around at the resort to see if the characters <laughs> see come. If the band shows up. Uh, Where's that RV? But I mean, you do, you, you have some characters missing out of the resorts, um, like Prince Charming and Cinderella. Um, you know, Stitch. Uh, I mean, there, there's been some characters at some of the resorts that have just been mainstays to some of those. And, you know, so this is a way to bring some of them back. And, you know, I'm, I'm all for it. You know, the more people, because people, they go 
because it's Disney World. They go because of Mickey Mouse, but they go to see the characters. They want to see their favorite, their favorite character. And, you know, this is a way to do it. Well, and the rumor is they're working on some more of those pop-up style appearances in the parks as well. And we're, we're yeah. starting to see those where, you know, people are posting pictures of all of a sudden there's a character here that was never there before. Um, you, you can't get up close to them, but you still get some really cool interactions. They're waving, they're blowing kisses, you know, they're um, giving you the heart symbols and things and um, pointing out when you have them on your shirt. <laughs> so some really yeah. cool ways to see the characters interact and, and they are working on getting more of the characters in the parks to pop up here and there. Um, get a little visibility, a little more of that magic coming back, which is really great. Yeah. Yeah. So you mentioned earlier um, about the railroad uh, trains at um, Walt Disney World not being operative, but we've seen that they've started to replace the track over in mm -hmm. Fantasyland where they've had to, you know, take it out or may have damaged it during the construction of Tron. So with the track replacement being, you know, near complete, does that mean that we're going to start seeing the railroad working again for the 50th anniversary? Mm -hmm. Well, there's another little piece of that too. All of a sudden, um, construction walls and scrims have gone up at the Main Street train station at the Magic Kingdom. So they are doing something uh, to the Main Street train station, whether they're painting and refurbishing or getting that ready. Um, you know, it's starting to see signs of life for the steam trains. So. Yeah, can't wait to see them come back. I, I love the train. No, yeah, I, I do too. Um, but I, they're gearing up for the 50th anniversary, and it's mm -hmm. it's almost like all hands on deck right now to to get crowds back one, but to two, to really show off what Walt Disney World was supposed to be in, in Walt's eyes, in my opinion. Yep, definitely cool so, things going on there. Yeah. So this is not park related. But I came across something that I think I remember seeing now that I've seen it uh, again. But um, back when this whole COVID thing started and they started shutting down um, the cruises and, you know, uh, international travel, um, I came across this thing on um, the Disney Parks blog. And it is hashtag Disney Magic Moments Adventures at Home. So something we don't talk about enough um, on our podcast is the Adventures by Disney series that Disney has, uh, where you can travel to all these different destinations with a tour guide provided by Disney. Um, they have made this now, and again, it's something that, you know, they started back in, I believe, April, um, but they've made this so they're bringing the destinations to you at home. And mm -hmm. I came across it when I was looking for, um, where I, I just happened to see the one about um, Adventures at Home, the Egypt edition. Um, but basically what it is, is they bring a destination to you, whether it's Egypt, South Africa, um, you know, some other destination. And they have like an itinerary for you on how to experience this destination. And I'm just going to run through, I've got the South Africa one pulled up. And so basically it's just going to gear you up. Um, it talks about what to wear for your expedition in your, <laughs> in your own home. So it's, it says, just go to your closet. Odds are you have the greatest options to get your family ready for the adventure. Uh, so you can wear your elegant safari chic, um, the untamed stylings of animal prints or lively look of, you know, cultural inspired fashion. So, you know, gear up for whatever you want to wear. You want to wear your Indiana Jones hat, go right ahead. Um, and then the next step is getting the spirit of Africa. Um, so again, this one's talking about South Africa. So the Disney library has a great collection of titles to bring the life and sights and sounds of Africa to your home. 
Um, they've created a playlist for you with vintage animated live action, full feature or documentary um, things to watch, all of it available on Disney+. Plus. So some of the things are um, True Life Adventures, The African Lion, um, The Lion I'm King. I'm addicted to Lion Disney+, Plus, I got to say. I love that. <laughs> it was one oh, of the yeah. best things ever. Yeah, yeah so it's, some it's great got all three there. Lion Kings. Yeah. Um, then it has the live action Lion King, Disney Nature, The Elephants. Um, and then step three is Adventures by Disney, Draw It Out, South Africa Edition. Um, basically, this is just kind of a, you know, activity guide on different things to draw um, to get your kids engaged on what they can find in Africa. And it's got things like penguins, cheetah, wildebeest, um, a natural reserve, a safari truck. Um, it talks about Cape Town. So uh, wonderful things. But the last thing that I'm excited about is it gives you <laughs> food options and it gives you recipes on how to create these food options. So for South Africa, it has dinner on the savannah and it shows you how to make spicy Durban style chicken. So, chi you know, spicy chicken and rice, basically. Um, and then it has what's for dessert some lion paw print cookies. So there's sugar cookies with icing paw prints on it. Uh, I just thought that was something really, really cool. We're all looking for different things to do at home while we're in quarantine and stuff. Um, different things to do with the kids. And I was like, that is, that is a great way to get some of these destinations that we all are intrigued about into our home and doing things with our kids. Well, and just something to break some of the monotony of every day. We come home, we have yeah. dinner, we watch a movie, whatever. Do this on a weekend um, and do some really cool things, even if you do it over two days or anything like that. Um, you know, like there's a lot of different movie options there to take in. Um, so the kind of dinner and a movie, dinner, and, you know, family Disney movie night kind of thing. There's some, some really great have options to, here. I may have to do a, uh, a live podcast version of me making one of these recipes. Oh, whether it's the desserts or the food i have to find one that's really really good and i'll i'll do like a pre-video and then a post video or something and that way <laughs> you won't see that my wife is actually cooking it and not me <laughs> as the same most of the time if i cook it you probably won't want to eat it like I, i'm never a great cook um i'm okay with some I of the baking bake. but typical yeah, yeah. No. and nothing so from scratch this... i can follow a recipe or you know Give me a box of a cake that I can follow along with. They're probably okay, but well, that that's what's good about yeah. this is it takes you to the um, the family the Disney Family website and shows you how to make this food. It gives you the recipe, the prep time, cook time, you know, step by step instructions. So I just found this was really cool, and I was like, how did I not look at this before now? Yeah, there's some really cool stuff on there. I agree. Yeah. Might have to put some links to that in our posts. Yeah. Speaking of food, though, we got some Epcot uh, news. Yes, we're getting towards the end of the year, so it's time for another festival. So we're going to have the taste of Epcot International Festival of the Arts starts on January eighth. Um, if you listen to the podcast where we were talking about the different um, festivals and things that go on at Epcot as a way to treat yourself as one of those, um, this is coming up again, January eighth. Um, they're already starting to bring some of the details into the park. So that's pretty cool to see. Um, again, uh, art themed kind of photo ops and um, merchandise and things going on in the parks or um, Festival of the Arts. So some fun things coming up for that. Um, yeah. I believe that will still be going on when we're there again. In February. I think so. 
And I'll be honest, like, so this is, if you're one of those Instagram people that loves taking pictures and loves, you know, selfies and things like that, this oh is gosh. right up your alley. This, this um, is the place to be. You have, you have so yeah. many ways to be creative with this and uh, it's, it's included in your park admission. So it's not, you know, not yeah, an extra, no extra ticket or anything like that. Well, I mean, um, there's still food booths and things like that that are going to cost yes. you a little more, but yeah, snack but your way around take the Epcot. pictures. Yeah. yeah. Take, take, yeah, the take pictures, pictures is not uh, is, is included, but uh, we also have some universal updates. Uh, we don't talk about universal much on uh, lately. We haven't talked about it much and, you know, we didn't talk about it at all with the VIP tours, but you can also do some of the VIP tours at universal and we'll have to go yeah. into those a little detail, you know, later. Um, but we've got some news about universal right now. Yeah. More information about the uh, Jurassic Park VelociCoaster is coming out. So um, if you haven't been searching the web or paying attention to any of this, they're, um, they, they unveiled a YouTube promo that shows the VelociCoaster trains. The trains are very cool. They have lights on them. So at night, you're actually going to have these lit up trains running around the track. Um, kind of like Hulk's got some lights on it. So there's some really cool things going on there. Um, this attraction looks amazing. I can't wait to see the Jurassic Park VelociCoaster. Uh, it's yeah. got some great elements to it for a ride, but the, the theming that they're doing is amazing. The trains look great. Um, they are doing full cycle testing. So it was just happening at night, but lately they've started running the trains um, to do the testing and cycling during the day. So people are getting a lot of uh, buildup of the traction coming, which is due to open in summer of 2021. So worst kept secret for a long time at, at uh, Universal <laughs> Studios is finally getting ready to open uh, summer of 2020, uh, 2021 at Islands of Adventure. So can't wait to see that. Um, yep. Take this with a grain of salt, but the parks have been reaching capacity lately. So as we get closer to the holidays, there's been a lot of capacity going on. Um, this is still the reduced capacity of the parks. Um, is what I mean, take it with a grain of salt that, you know, the parks are not at full pre-COVID um, capacity, but they are reaching capacity lately. Um, so people are still getting out and going um, because maybe they're starting to feel or see how safe um, the Disney and Universal Parks have been um, making these trips for you and SeaWorld. Um, so there's a lot of great opportunity out there to go, but parks have been reaching capacity. So um, Universal still does not have a reservation system. So um, they're just about guaranteeing if you have a Universal Resort reservation, you'll have access to the parks. Um, but at Disney, they are using that Park Pass reservation system. So um, I was just looking at this, gearing up. Um, we're going to be there again in February. Um, so looking at what's available, I know most of the rest of December, um, Hollywood Studios is not available for most of the days. And many of the days, uh, Magic Kingdom and Epcot are already at, uh, Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom are at capacity as well. So there's no reservations for some of those days. So, um, you know, again, still reduced capacity, but they are getting to the peak of the capacity at the parks. So yeah. kind of good news to see that people are are still willing to go, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, safely. I mean, I, you know, we're going, um, but it's one of those, um, th those park hour or the park reservations are very fluid. So, yeah. um, people are constantly canceling. Um, so if you don't get a day, you know, keep looking and maybe you will end up getting that one. Um, but it is, it is good to see that people are traveling and I'm trying to think, you know, to myself, is it, are people 
thinking, you know, they're ready to go because they're, it's safe or whatever. Or are they just sick of seeing their, their same four walls in their house every day? <laughs> A little of both, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's definitely, it's definitely good to see, especially for our industry that's taken such a big hit that people are getting back out and, and visiting the parks and um, taking care of the people that have taken care of them for so long at the, at the parks with, with cast members and things, because they deserve to see smiling faces in, in back in their parks and enjoying what they've worked so hard to create. Or happy masks at least, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, the cast members are so excited to see people back and to be, you know, yeah. bringing you some of the magic still. So. Yeah. Uh, speaking of magic, um, this is something that I, I, I just kind of assumed, but I was like, well, I mean, they haven't done anything in a, you know, in a little while and we haven't heard any rumors, but uh, Universal's chief creative ops officer announced that they are not done, not done in parentheses with the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. So again, I was kind of shocked to think that, you know, I mean, I kind of thought they weren't done with it, um, but we haven't heard any rumors about anything really. And not with him a while, to come out and yeah. say this, yeah, with him to come out and say this, I was like, okay, so what do they have planned? Is it something with the new trilogy or is it um you know just something to do with the you know original harry potter books um i'm intrigued now now that because you don't hear anything until somebody comes out and makes a statement about it and then you're you're like okay so what's going on why did you say this are you preparing us for some announcement or <laughs> what, what's going on possibly here? yeah well i mean let's be realistic we believe there's not been an official official announcement but we believe um universal's new theme park has been indefinitely delayed so you know they started clearing ground for that new park uh, in orlando just down the street from universal and islands um and preparing the land but it may be several years now before that gets off the ground till things come back so maybe it's an opportunity to take one of those attractions that was being developed for that park and bring it um either to islands or to universal studios um, I can tell you in the past, there has been rumor that um, just next to uh, Diagon Alley at Universal Studios is the old Fear Factor. Uh, and then before that the, was the Wild West uh, stunt show. That theater and that area takes up a pretty big piece of land right there, right next yeah. door to Diagon Alley uh, in the, kind of the New York area or the London area. So um, there's been some rumors in the past about possibly an attraction themed around um, uh, the Ministry of Magic. So okay, that could be, be cool. something interesting there, could fit yeah. really well in that area. Um, there is also sort of some area they could expand into a little bit um, at Islands Adventure if they wanted to. So yeah, a little more land. Depends on what they want yeah. to do. Yeah, that's true. Um, I'm just, I'm intrigued. Um, that's, yeah. you know, because like I said, until somebody makes a statement like that, you don't think about it. And then they, when they do make the statement, you're like, okay, what you, hmm. what's going on? What are you trying to what say? Could it be? What um, could it be? Yeah. One thing that we do know op is open now is uh, Los Portofino Bay is now open for reservations again. Um, Yay. One of our favorites. It's a very nice resort. Uh, we had the opportunity to tour it when we were there in February. And um, I think very highly of it. Um, so it's one of the ones as far as their deluxe, I, I, I like booking that one for people. Yeah. It's a pretty cool resort. Makes you feel like you're right in Italy, especially if you get one of those water views that looks towards the parks yes. or to the lagoon in the middle. Um, there's some really cool rooms over there. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then we got some news on something opening soon. Yeah, coming February 4th. Nowhere near us, unfortunately, but um, <laughs> Super Nintendo World is getting ready to open at Universal Japan. So that's going to be pretty cool. Um, there's been some really cool photos that have leaked. Uh, well, not necessarily leaked, but, but the photos they're putting out about what the area looks like. Um, it looks amazing. It looks like you're going to be you know, walking mm -hmm. through one of the Nintendo games, uh, Mario World games. Um, and the attractions look like they're going to be pretty amazing. The Mario Kart that's yeah. coming um, is supposed to be, you know, state-of-the-art attraction. Can't wait to see what that's going to be like. Uh, and hopefully, hopefully, that's what's uh, under construction at Universal Studios Hollywood as well. That's a, is I just want to know. building being built out there near Jurassic Park and the Mummy. Um, they haven't said what that is yet. Yeah. It looks vaguely I, I reminiscent. Wanna, so why why does Japan get all the good stuff? <laughs> <laughs> they have some really like, amazing like, attractions over there. I feel like that with Disney as well. I'm just like, man, yeah. why can't we get some of that? But we we do have some great stuff here too. But if if it was closer, uh, we'd be going not as soon as it opened, but we'd be going rather quickly when it opened. Yeah. So yeah, there's some I'm pretty excited. amazing attractions going on. And I hope they're able to to turn around and bring a lot of that back over here to to Florida, like they had. You know, we think they have planned. Yeah, I think very similar things were planned for um, the new park that Universal had going in down there. I believe Nintendo yeah. World was supposed to be one of the lands of that park um, officially, yeah. but yeah, can't wait to see some of those things. It's going to be great. Yep. Man, that's a lot of information. It is. It is a lot of great stuff coming, a lot of great stuff to do, a lot of ways to treat yourself, all those fun things you can do. Yeah. Um, but that just about brings us to the end of this episode. So as always, we want to uh, say thank you very much for listening. We appreciate it. And we hope that you will um, give us your comments and your thoughts uh, on our posts or send us an email. Um, let us know what we can do to make the show better and what you'd like to hear on an upcoming episode. And catch us next time as we continue our Treat Yourself series. And again, we're going to be talking about things that you can splurge on. So um, I know one of the things I splurge on, of course, is is food. But we'll, <laughs> um, we're going to go a little more in detail about some of the different things that you can splurge on and what are some of our favorite things, too. So we'll have some guests on to help us go through that. Um, should be a very fun episode. Yeah. Uh, keep a lookout for the Saturday showdown coming out tomorrow. Um, these have been very popular. So we're going to be talking about uh, which new coaster are you most looking forward to riding? There's a few out there. Uh, take me there Tuesday and we want to know Wednesday. So are you traveling for the holidays this year or not? Uh, we have trivia Thursday coming up. Uh, all those are posted on our Facebook page. So please make sure you're liking and following that and sharing it. If you find anything fun on there, you think somebody else might like to see. And we're always interested in um, hearing what you guys think. So please make sure you comment. Um, we love reading them and, and make sure, you, you know, please share it. We, uh, we love getting new followers. Um, you know, we, we love, we love reaching out and, and growing our audience. So please make sure you're, you're sharing it as well. If you're enjoying it, if you think someone else is enjoying it, like I said, please share. Um, and as always, just thank you guys for joining us. Um, all of our contact details are available in the show description and um you know we just always thank you guys for joining us it's it's always fun on our episodes yeah we appreciate you guys yep uh, so like usual we want to end our show with a quote and we have a fun one this time uh this one is there's the whole world at your feet 
And who gets to see it but the birds, the stars, and the chimney sweeps? And that's Bert from Mary Poppins when they were living up there among the uh, billows and curls in the chimney sweep world. I just thought we'd give a nod to Bert since his birthday is uh, Sunday. So. That's right. Good old Dick Van Dyke. Yep. Yep. So, well, another one down. Thank you guys for joining us. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, guys. We appreciate it. Talk to you next time. Real quick. 50 episodes. Oh, wait. I thought you meant me. That's coming up, too. (laughs) (laughs) That is coming up, too. Yeah, a few more weeks. Yeah, a few more weeks. It's going to happen. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Have a great evening. Catch you next time.